Alright lads and welcome back to the Talk of the Tune podcast. Today I'm joined with Calvin Easton. Alright. Or Calvin NUSA as he's called on Twitter. Alright. And I am host for this one, Lewis Robson or Robson Gaming on YouTube. Today we'll be talking about the Villa match. More importantly, Lansbury. Do you want to laugh at him a bit? <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all you're getting, mate. That's all you deserve. So, well, obviously we've got Bristol on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that at the end. The main point of this is Villa. Yeah. And how fucking shit they are. Oh, they were poor, Wender. I mean, really weird part. It's not that many Villa fans are going to look at this podcast, but if you're going to come out, you might as well give Wibber a stick because we fucking hate you and you're shite. So. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I have to say, right, Lee, you know Lee? Lee, all obviously, everyone knows who he is at this point. The shit he got was just hilarious. So if you come an hour to do that, then we're ready for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have a good <laughs> not laugh. Not asking for it. Have a good <laughs> laugh, the way that they were explaining us. Right, so, we'll stop mocking them. Yeah. And then we'll start discussing, in fact, while marking them. Mm-hmm. So, going into the game, were you confident? I was very confident. I was really confident. I was just getting to the game. Obviously, Monday night, it's the probably the biggest game of the season uh, until next week. Um, <laughs> obviously, we'll be discussing that as well when it comes to the time. But I was really confident getting into it. Like, going up the road, just, like, the radio's on, stuff like that. The team was getting thinking I was just getting really, really buzzing for it. I'm really excited and just really confident he couldn't he couldn't have been less confident for a game against Arsenal Villa the way they played I, been playing I was I said that we were going to win I didn't say it was going to be I easy I said 4-0 but, nil, but it was half that <laughs> I knew we were going to win I, I thought we were 2-3-0 yeah they're, they're, they're terrible they're, they're in terrible form they've got a terrible manager they've got a pretty poor team even though they've made so many signings spent so much mm. I just knew we were going to beat them I, I, in the back of my head I thought we're going to bottle this it's going to be one of them yeah. when we started off the game I thought fuck it's one of them games isn't it but mm. we pulled through I mean teams are like that but the problem is we are we're not playing bad we're playing bad in the first half just taking a bit longer to get into it which is obviously understandable at this point in time because you might think teams have sussed out because really we've only got long, one ball haven't we mm-hmm. and then obviously we've got to try and get a plan B but we're still, we're still struggling with that but they could they could have played all night and still wouldn't have scored just they can dominate the game, but just their finishing was just. Uh, they didn't. Horrible. They didn't exactly dominate the first half. What yeah. What was happening was we were dominating, mm. but they were pressurizing us so much. I get the ball off them for a time, like. Aye, but they were pressurizing us so much, mm-hmm. and they would pretty much park the bus. Yeah. That we just couldn't really attack, and it took a while actually getting in the groove of things. You know, callback was doing his usual shitty passing. We weren't getting the ball to Shelby enough. Mm-hmm. Richie was taking a while to get into the game. Goofran wasn't doing anything. Gail was injured, so we didn't that, really have anything going forward. We'll have to discuss that later on because it's obviously a big, big question about that because he came off injured half an hour, wasn't he? And I was, I was very worried. So, I really was worried. So first half performance, I honestly thought in the back of my head we're gonna get beat if we play at this. Yeah, so did I. I really did. We were absolutely disgusting for most of that first half mm-hmm. until Mitrovic came on when he changed the game. He did. He did get more. For, that game was. Meant for a physical player, and probably Gail shouldn't have started the game. Should have been Mitrovic, and obviously when he came on, he changed it. We did. He kept the ball up, held players in. When the ball came to him, he would link it up, and there was like with the two wide men or wherever would run round him. That's what he's more vital to the team than anyone else. I reckon for that four position. Well, he, he doesn't score many goals. Gail's vital. These goals. Gail, well, vital for goals. Yeah, but. You know, we've got Mitrovic, it's vital for the hold-up play. Richie's quite good for goals when Gale's not in. So it's not like we're... I mean, I've seen a stat from the Football Republic. Mm-hmm. We've played eight games for Gale this season. We've won seven of them and we've drew one. Yeah. So 
do we really need Gale that much? No. We, in the grand scheme of things, you see his goals and you think we need him. Mm-hmm. But when he doesn't play, we still seem to win. I mean, people are worried. Like now he's injured for like next month. But well, he's been is. injured for the last month. Exactly. So that'll be two months. Obviously, well, any football, it's probably good. Now he's probably not going to get more than twenty odd goals, which is very frustrating. He probably won't finish the season on top goal scorer because you know Chris Wood's like. I but, mean, he's clear. He's clearly not finishing top goal scorer no. unless he bangs a few and comes back. I mean, I'm gutted because I really like Gale. I've really liked how he's played. Very happy with his goals, and I'm, you know, very unhappy that he's not going to get a chance to finish top goal scorer unless you know he's very lucky. Yeah. But in you know in a like a stupid sort of way, you you're happy in, in some ways as well because this gives Mitrovic a big opportunity to step up. Yeah. So I think he will take it well. I really do. I think he's been like with, uh, Wolves game. He scored the goal. There was obviously discussion that he was with. Uh, could have got himself sent off right but he ended the game off with the winning goal then Norwich he had a lot more opportunity the fact that he's getting in um, positions to, to have those opportunities which is very very positive and then on when, uh, Monday night he was just a different player he was he Aye. was he was running after every ball it looked like he gained a little bit of a, pay, a bit of pace as well like he had he had the momentum he had the atmosphere behind him and yeah. he just wouldn't stop running Aye. every single time he was closing the people down he was putting in slides and that's what the fans love but there'll still be these cunts on Twitter Callum shit but nevertheless well, I think he played fantastic I was talking in the last Aye. one about the fact that he doesn't seem to be winning enough in the air he seems to be trying to go for fouls Aye. that was all the wind in that game he, just, he won everything in the air he, did. he bullied every defender that's exactly how I want him to play Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like with the goal, their goal, um, he actually caused the goal because it was a corner came in. It was like a short corner when the ball went. It was Richie or was a callback. Yeah, who was the main the main reason why it was scored? Richie put the ball in. Mitrovic has won the header and it bounced straight to uh, I think it was Gufan and maybe Yedlin as well because I can't look at the same with the both hairstyles. But Gufan <laughs> got the final thing. It was a scrappy goal. It was a scrappy goal, but Poor we goal needed that. Concerned. If, if we didn't get that, it would have t- it would have been very hard for us to score because that's what got us into the game. That goal, I think it did. And I was absolutely buzzing. I, for some reason, I fought in my head when we got a corner. This is going in. I fought in my head. Clark would score a header, but you know, mm-hmm. it was scrappy, but it was needed. And it was Gufran again. You know, he goes quiet in a lot of games, but he still seems to be coming up with some vital goals here and then. You know, he scored against Norwich. Mm-hmm. He scored there. Some vital goals this season from Gufran as well. Like. I uh, which it's good, you know what I mean. He's, I'm not, I'm only, I don't know how many goals he scored all competitions, but five, five or six, isn't it? I think mean, he scored a few loads in the Premier League, um, Premier League Championship. Fuck. He's not scoring the Premier League, <laughs> but yeah, it's similar though. Obviously, he's form in the Premier League that time when he scored loads of goals at home. But he was fantastic then. He was West Brick, and he scored five home goals in a row. I, uh, uh, some people thought he had a poor game. I thought he grafted. Like, I, mean, he I thought he had a poor first half, but he did graft. I everyone had a poor first half. Oh, they did like, but oh poor Aston Villa, <laughs> they were shite. Aston Villa are probably the shittest, if not one of the shittest teams I've seen at St James Park this season. Yeah, they're but, a waste of space in this league. They've lost their both strikers, which is unfortunate. That I don't know, you wouldn't I have mean, seen. I did, I did, I didn't know who got injured, but it was Hogan. Oh, that was and horrible. I do feel sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for the fans. No. I feel sorry for him. Yeah, because he's a good little player and you know, he's a nice lad. We were linked with him as well. Like. We were linked with him. He wouldn't mm. have been a bad sign. I didn't want him, but he wouldn't have been a bad sign. Yeah. But you know, I'm feeling sorry for him. But either way, that you know, it's. They've still got to do better. I don't care if you've lost Hogan. You still had Hogan for your past few games. You still did fuck around. And they've lost Codger as well. Looks like he's injured as well. So that's By the way, he was in Dummett's pocket all game anyway. <laughs> you know, you know, it's right. 
said, didn't we say this in the other one against uh, the Wolves, wasn't it? He, he has um, Canock on his back pocket. But the he thing has is, Thomas in his back pocket. He has Hella Costa and he has Kodja in The his thing back is, pocket. though, who was playing on the right? Because Kodja was playing on the left. Oh, be honest. He was dominating uh, Yedlin in the air. So and then I think they swapped over. It was Beatty uh, Bjarnason and um, that that. We don't had him in his pocket now. It was him who had the 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 bloody long hair like that Icelandic lad who nah, who won that absolutely amazing Euros. Sh- he was shy. He missed again. He missed an open net. Right, he kicked the fucking in when he Aye. came off his weather. He went out for a fucking goal kick and then um, he well that was a great save by Paul. Um, like Carl Darlow in the second half, like but Carlo made one save all game. Was it. it was an unreal save, but he made one save. We all made himself big and just he should probably should have scored that. Be honest, and like but so uh, first half. Mm-hmm. What was the reason why we played so bad though? I mean, d- d- Villa probably came out of a game plan to keep the ball. They keep the ball. Yeah, that castle. I think everyone seems to be doing that. I noticed. If you well, get the ball off us, you've probably got a good chance of winning the game. But there again, why Every, defense you know, the defence is so solid. So we've got we out to do with it. Yeah, they're all pushing up though. Yeah. Like we're giving the ball a callback. He's got two men running at him, and then he's got all the other options marked. So it was more of a case of taking us a bit more time to figure out how to actually break this down. Mm-hmm. And once we got one, they absolutely crumbled because they're fucking shite. They, they, their second half was probably one of the worst second halves I've seen in the <laughs> Very fans, embarrassing. Their fans were embarrassing. Like. Their fans are absolutely shit. They, I mean, they, you can you can sing about European Cup all you want, but that's irrelevant when you're going into League One to play but, fucking likes of Bury and fucking Carlisle United. I mean, there was a few stages where our fans went quiet. Well, fans were very good for the majority, but there was a few stages when they went quiet. Yeah. And Villa fans had the cheek to say, our support was fucking shit. Are you serious? They sung that literally from the first minute of the game and the 45th minute of the second half. So, like, they literally... How can Same they say that. that when they can't even fill out the that. way end of St James's Park? I don't give a fuck if it's a Monday or if it's on Sky. Any other sets of fans would still fill it out. We're taking twenty seven hundred to Brighton on Tuesday night. Exactly. That's the length of the bloody country. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure we took the load to Plymouth when we won the league in two thousand and nine as well. So that that's just total bollocks. But there again, they're, they're Villa Park. I don't know if you've noticed the you know the top tier of it. Aye. That's closed. The fact closed it this year because they're just shit. I mean, there's, no, there's no good you can say about Villa. I mean, I, I predict them to finish second. Mm. Obviously, this podcast is about Newcastle, but since we played Villa, we might as well give them a lot of stick. Like, but oh, aye, aye. I said they were going to finish second. I predicted it. I said Brighton would go up in third. Mm-hmm. I had this feeling that Villa would sign a lot of good players. Di Matteo would do well. They have signed Anna. good players, but look where they are. But it's just the mentality and how fucking shit they are. Yeah, that's a bit delightful. They thought they had probably the league one like with us, but they I didn't think that. I manager. didn't think that to get anywhere near us. No. But Di Matteo is a class manager on the grand scheme of things, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Took a hard job, a crap team, and couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. I think he still did 95 times better than that Mac and Bastard. Stevie Bruce. Yeah. Probably still would have, you know, he would if he give, was given time to turn things around, probably would have done all right. I mean, Steve Bruce is keeping them a bit, keeping them off the top, uh, bottom three. Because there's rumours they're going to sack him. Like, if they sack him, then that's just the nail in the coffin. But imagine, imagine being a, pre- a team that's been relegated from the Premier League mm-hmm. and trying to stay in the Championship. Hilarious, aren't they? Oh, I, I, honestly, the, the, if they go down, I'm going to fucking piss myself. But if people like Newcastle fans, Villa fans don't understand, it's a really weird rivalry. There again, we didn't care. They're they, irrelevant they, to us. They created the rivalry. They, created it. they wanted a rivalry. They got a fucking rivalry. But there again, nothing will compare to Sunderland. Not that that's just not that's just totally different. I heard them concert joining Villa next season if exactly. Villa are even in there. Exactly, but Villa it just you, 
nobody, you know, if you go down, right, you expect sympathy and stuff like that. I remember when Blackpool got put up, they relegated Man United. Man United fans clapped them off. They, they went down the tunnel and clapped them off. The Villa fans just literally just, they've um, claimed that they've relegated twice now. But like, they're again, something relegated were last year, apparently. Exactly. So we got relegated twice last year, didn't we? Yeah. <sighs> Fucking hell, man. They're just, they're just one of them teams that just all over Twitter trying to get bragging rights and trying to, you know, trying to make us look little. But I don't give a fuck what you've done in Europe in the past. I don't give a fuck about your history. Mm. You're a small club and you've got shit fans. I mean, to be as. fair, we've won a European Cup as well, so they can shut the fuck mouth, honestly. We won the first Cup, in my opinion. That is a European Cup. Not the European Cup, they're talking about, but they're again, they think they won the Champions League, they didn't win that either. But that's that's <laughs> that's like Liverpool coming to Man U and saying, do, do you know what we won in the past, mate? I know, we won the Champions League 25 years ago. Mate, we won the FA Cup and mate, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, who cares? We No wonder we, I know we haven't won anything like over 50 odd years, but why would we brag about something that you weren't alive to see? You exactly. know what I mean? Like, it's like when something brag about winning, beating my 9-1 when no one in this earth right now was alive then. In 19 of fucking all one. But, second half, they just come out and just literally just it, lost the number. It, uh, it was that goal, the gave the conference, obviously Rafa's uh, team talk. Again, helps. Rafa's team talk, he must have just said, right, that sh- I mean, obviously, it would have been a bit stupid and a bit dirty, but it might as well. Why didn't Rafa just tell someone to just snap the legs of the Lansbury just for the banter? Because <laughs> I mean, that would have been hilarious. I mean, like, Shelby probably uh, was going to be, that was the most intriguing uh, <laughs> battle in the midfield. But he just took the piss out of him. Shelby took the piss out of him and Henry Lansbury just backed out every title. And when, when I literally, the, the the second goal, we'll discuss this now, let's, let's get straight into it, you know what I mean? You were right at the bottom of the Gallagher's end, you would have seen it straight away. <laughs> I didn't see it. I had to look at the I screen. Did, I, I didn't know who scored. I see Mitrovic run it, it's go, st- going straight to the ca- uh, corner. He's the, the camera's on his face. I think Mitrovic just fucking scored. Get in. And then Lascelles shows up, and then fucking and then someone's cr- like someone's on the post. Looks like it's putting on goal. And I was screaming here off that known goal. And I've got this on call at the time. If you want to go on my YouTube channel, this is I've got it literally on thingy. It's absolutely amazing. Your I look straight at the screen. It says. Number two for Newcastle, and then number five, Henry Landry comes up in the hole at St James Park, just lifted, didn't it? Aye. Wait, I'll tell you your reaction to that. I'll tell you what went through my head. What? So, we'll get a free kick. John Joe Shelby takes it. I'm thinking, this could go in. Fantastic save. Yeah. Very unlucky not to score. Mm -hmm. Corner comes in. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we had, uh, was it two corners? One of them got cleared away. I'm not sure. Or was it just, was it straight? I can't remember now, like. But either way, Shelby puts the ball in, and I'm thinking, (gasps) Oh my god! Because Lascelles comes in front post, and it's it's a bit scrappy kick, and it gets scans in, and you see Lance was trying to clear the ball. I didn't even know who that was. I wasn't like paying attention, and I seen a Villa defend. Well, what I thought was a Villa defender trying to clear the ball, but in my opinion, I thought straight away, get in Lascelles. I even posted on Twitter, get the fucking big Jamal. Yeah. Because I thought I thought he had scored. Mm-hmm. He looked like it with the way he reacted. He had put it in. Lansbury tried to clear it, but what it looked like to me was he got megged with the shot and he yeah. just completely fresh-aired it. Mm-hmm. But he runs away, Mitrovic comes in, I was fucking creasing at Mitrovic, because Mitrovic was slapping dumb at teed and uh, uh, You know he's right, <laughs> are people scared to score when he's around? Because he Mitrovic. literally fucking kills it just, them. It, that's just why you've <laughs> got to love him. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely that's unreal. Christ, he made LaSalle... You know, LaSalle's has gone mental. Even Clark... That was one of the best moments of the match. In fact, that Clark was gone mental I'm going to say something with Clark in a minute. Clark's a legend. Like, but he is. Uh, I'm thinking, right, LaSalle's has got a goal. I, I'm very happy. He scored two games in a row. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, little did I know that it was going to be 
14 times better because all game in my heat and all like leading up to this game I, I was thinking please will Lansbury either get sent off or score an own goal yeah. and then it just says goal for Newcastle own goal from Henry Lansbury it was probably the biggest reaction of St James's Park all season yeah it was <laughs> it Literally. was absolutely amazing I, I was so happy it's every game we're starting to become every game that these deafening moments are happening We've had the Rotherham one against Darlow this year. Right. We've had, obviously, the one that we obviously played in Origin and scored those last two goals. Then Derby, when we, when we cleared it off the line, and then that, um, Monday night when that happened. That was, fa- that was just, honestly, that was unbelievable. Just, it was the, probably the most funniest moments. In the, when when that happened, right, um, I just literally, everyone around me, the Lisa's end was off its, it was on its feet. It was, like, it was kind of mental. These two lads were like, they're like jumping, jumping up and down, up and down, I think, and Ah, oh, this is surreal, this. But we thought it was fucking on top of someone behind them. We've got a fucking, fucking rivalry going on with just Lansbury now, though. I mean, yeah, I think like, we might as well discuss them in more detail. So people might be thinking, if you're not a Newcastle fan, you're watching this, yeah. or even if you don't even pay much attention, right. and you're a tin pot Newcastle fan like Masterbooks. Oh yeah, mate, he got fucking ended the day like see that. Uh. <laughs> you just you don't understand that you need to get your own back on players like this. I know. So. Got both of our players sent off, yep. both by diving. Mm-hmm. He even kicked out a Chelsea himself and still didn't get out. He scored, uh, he, well, he took one of the goals, should, shouldn't have happened. We got massively mugged off of Martin Forrest, bullshitted out of the game, and he was just the, the main reason for it. Mm-hmm. So he comes back to us. He dodges playing against Wolf Nottingham Forest because he's hilarious. injured. That was fucking hilarious. And then he moves to Villa and we're thinking, thank God. He must have, like, you know, when he went to Villa, he must have thought, oh, thank fuck. God we've gotten away from Newcastle. And then you look at the look at the, the fixture list. 20 February? Oh, shit. I mean, I don't know. So, he's terrible. <laughs> yeah. And he had a terrible game. He did. I was, he was trying to copy shells at every fucking but bit of it. But 100% of that was down to how good our fans dealt with him. Every time he was, every time he took a corner next to the Gallagher, the chance going on were absolutely unreal. Oh, I've seen it. I can hear it clearly. He was and getting I, called. I don't One guy was getting coloured sheet. Yeah. It was honestly, it was, it was so good. He deserved that. I mean, usually you'd think wow, he came up my end as well. It was fucking death. How is anyone meant to play football and like getting all that? He's trying to put his hand up the like um, where corner, and he's just there's just loads of people behind him going, "Shut the fuck up, you one." He must know that he knew. He was trying. He, he was. Must he, he, was like, did, he must knew that he did something wrong because he uh, wouldn't have been that. He, he was looking at win a dodgy. Way. And when he put that fucking on goal, and he literally there's a pit of Newcastle. Oh. I was in the car. We made Telters, my cousin, I should say. He just knew Telters like they literally took the piss out of him. He just knew that he'd he fucked up. He was, like, he was broken. No, he was, was absolutely just... fucked. But how how does he put that in though? Literally, that was, his back heels. It that was more of a neck. confidence thing. His confidence uh, was shot by how good our I mean, sport dealt with him. Yeah, I mean, like that's probably it. Would have been such sweet if he was. Playing for Nottingham Frost on the thirtieth, right? But I mean, we were linked. With, we were linked with him in the summer. <laughs> Fucking hell, he's yeah, terrible. He's just a Shelby wannabe. He's literally terrible. I mean, literally, he had a good patch, fair enough. Yeah, but he's terrible. Mm-hmm. Shelby wannabe. Never, you'll never be as good as Shelby. And he was absolutely fucking wang in that game. His long balls were shit. It's they were not... going to nobody's long balls. I think after he after he knew that his sh- confidence was shot to pieces. After he put that in, but you've just got to think though. I mean, that he, was, game, he was all right in the first half, but like, just, off, just think just... though, that's mainly down to how fucking shit their manager is. If you see a player that stressed, that unhappy, playing that poorly because of our fans, why would you keep him on? 
No, if you take them off, uh, if um, like, I would like, love to see them to get taken off because it's really like, it, be it is it is thing. like it is one of them things where it's like if you take them off, that's us winning. But that makes them worse if you take them off. But if but if you take them off, you get somebody on that's not going to get constant boos. He was never going to do anything in that game. Oh, that own goal was literally just a walking disaster. It was yeah. bound to happen. I mean, like. Lascelles when he when he put that in, I thought that obviously uh, like we said just a second ago, Lascelles before he scored that. It was like one of them things where Lascelles seen that he was like this, and he was literally all game for both goals. He was on, the, he was in the air, he was jumping in the air around. Lascelles so is very passionate, captain. And... He's so fucking passionate. As soon as he has one bad game, it's the fucking end of the world with him. Though. I mean, I mean, you know, it is entitled. You do kind of get entitled to give him stick oh, obviously, because when he's playing this inconsistent shite and all that. You've got to say, the salesman, what you're doing, sort it out. Never, ever will I say that he's a bad player because he's a fantastic oh, centre-back. He's a confidence player, though. Mm-hmm. But again, just like Mitrovic, his passion's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, the passion that people get. It looked like he had scored. And the celebration looked like he had scored. But in Lascelles' head, do you reckon the way he celebrated, he knew that was an own goal straight away because he seemed busting that that went in. A oh, bit 100%. more. Obviously, everyone gets buzzing when we, when we score, but that seemed a bit extra. It is for my teammate as well. He's a teammate. He used to be teammate. But as a grudge, Forest. he's left Nottingham Forest. Darlow doesn't seem to have too much of a grudge against <laughs> Nottingham Forest. Oh my god, Nottingham Forest fans don't even like him now. You know, they fucking hate him because he went to Villa. They absolutely hate him. When he put that in Nottingham Forest Twitter, I was just literally laughing that heads off. And I feel shit that I mocked them. I hate Nottingham <laughs> Forest though for, what, for what they said to us after that match. Yeah. I mean, Nottingham Forest Villa fans are both the same. They're both thinking about irrelevant trophies for the one fucking. I mean, we might as well t- talk about some. Obviously, it's aside from talk uh, from talking to the Newcastle and that. Yeah. But it was going on on Twitter. Leicester singing to Sevilla. Oh no! <laughs> Champions of England. Yeah, you're literally they're gonna sing that. Literally, oh. like the Nottingham Forest fans to people who they probably say that oh, they were going to preseason tour in fucking Japan. Where Champions of England? You'll never sing I mean, that. I said last understand. season. I despise Leicester fans. Hope we don't turn like that. Uh, I mean, if we win the league, I mean, mainly like because I don't like. It's not that I despise them because of who they are mm-hmm. or what they sing. It's because of about ninety percent of them were either not Leicester fans or didn't even pay ma- that much attention, and now uh, all of a sudden they're all fucking amazing atmosphere, calling all the pundits. All of a sudden, now that they're doing with the word doing good, that's so much more additional. Uh, coverage, support, everything, all these additional things going yeah. on around them. They were all just tin pot fans. Their chants were just disgustingly shit. And I yeah. just I just really didn't like them and I didn't want them to win the title. Of course I was, you know, I in the did, back in the back, me, in the back of me in the back of my heat I was thinking, right, it would be one of them amazing stories. So when the, I sort of did want them to win. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time I was looking at the fans and I was thinking, why do these fans deserve a trophy? I really don't want these fans to get a trophy. Yeah. And then they're coming out singing all this shit, thinking they're class. And I knew 100% they were going to do shit this season. I really hope they go down. I, wait, I hope Southern Palace go down, but Middlesbrough might be the third one. But there again, I don't care about the third team. I don't really care that much about Middlesbrough, to be fair. Dang I mean, I'm never going to like them because they're sort of, in some way, a little bit of a rival. They're fucking from Yorkshire. I don't right for uh, you. There is still some sort of a little minuscule rivalry there, but I just don't like them. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it's, it's not that I really care that much. I, I, I probably hate Palace more than them, and I've got a mate that watches this podcast that supports Palace Yeah. Uh, from uh, America, and he always takes the piss because I absolutely rip Palace to shreds because I fucking hate them, and I hate the manager, and I hate the fans. Yep. It mainly happened because of Padre going to them. That was the main thing that started, but... Crystal Palace are just a shit website, so nearly team say they are. 
It's both the same colours. Both red and blue. But so we might as well get back onto Newcastle. Lansbury. Lansbury <laughs> Lansbury just... He's, if he's if he's ever going to play against Wood, which probably never happens. That's the, I think that's the end of that story. It's a perfect end of that story. It is the perfect And then If he got sent off, we could see the penalty or got subbed off. It would have been even better. But like I said about Kieran Clark, but I was about going to it. He's been showing them up, showing Arsenal Villa up. He showed them up again on Monday night, but he's been showing them up every single the game. The only thing that would have been better than he's what he done was a goal. Mm. He did. I didn't even hear them boo him. The, the, how poor their support was. Kieran Clark has been one of the most consistent, one of the best performance in the league yeah. or any team. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic centre back. What did they need? A fantastic centre back. Fair enough. If he stayed with them, he probably wouldn't have been the same player because they've got a shit manager, shit team, shit yeah. fans. Rafa has transformed him into an absolute god tier centre back in this league. He's probably going to be shit in the Premier League, but mm-hmm. in this league, fantastic centre back. And in both performances against Villa, he's been absolutely fantastic. And mm-hmm. in this one, he was great. We've <laughs> got Kieran Cork. They've got Tommy Elphick and James Chester. Chester can you let that sink in? Let Chester's that sink in. You know I mean? Fucking Chester. James Chester. Eh? He was shit in the fucking Euros, man. But um, he's not even Welsh either. But he's <laughs> class, though. He literally, uh, Clark. I mean, it's class. But he, d- he didn't even show them any respect, and that's what I loved. I mean, fair enough, there is some teams, like Diame, ah, fair enough, give him respect the whole when he scored, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, there is some teams that I think are fair enough that when you give them respect, but teams like, you know, like Palace, mm-hmm. like uh, like Sunderland, like if Yedlin done something against them, like, like Villa, when Clark's left in such a bad way, you know, oh, get your ass for that easy five mil, he's fucking shite. Yeah. Well, he's just showed you that he's much better than your club. I've got screenshots saved, ready for that, just in case he fucking wins. And, he, and the way that he reacted just shows that he gives absolutely no fucks about them and he absolutely loves the tune. Yeah, he really does. But another thing, going away from the game, we haven't even discussed this yet, the flags before the game... The flags. They were absolutely amazing. The fucking huge size of that flag. I've never seen anything bigger. That flag was fucking covering my face for the first 15 minutes. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that, that flag, honestly, I've never been so hyped up at the start of a match in mm. my life. Those, uh, those more normal flags around. Mm. That Rafa flag was one of the best flags I've ever seen. Shout out to Gallagher Shots, right? He posted, the, uh, like, he, he already discussed it on his uh, podcast, but. Um, that's a free shout out for you, mate. <laughs> I know you're class, Chris. But um, he's, he posted a, uh, like a he, someone asked him to do like a design of Ganraj Nakawis. In literally, he, he said that he's seen it from my end, from the Lisa's end. It literally, you know, the underneath where all the, the nets are and stuff like that, and where all the flag comes in and stuff like that. Well, underneath stuff like that, basically directly under me. Someone had that thingy done. It was actually on the telly, and I ran off. My dad told me about that. That's absolutely class, but. Gan Rajnick, how you say? If I, if that if them type of flags, the banter flags, are gonna be wrong St James's part, then I think this. I had a bit of doubts with this all this initiative, but I think it's totally I think really, it's, really successful. It, it does really help. Really it doesn't. Good. It doesn't help the atmosphere after the first ten minutes. It doesn't like that's all down to us. Yeah. But it really helps work at the start of, before start of the game and a, you know a bit as the game progresses. Yeah. In terms of the, the actual black and white flags, creates much better scenery around the stadium. Mm. The scarves coming back in, fantastic. Not there many, wasn't as many as I would have expected. No, not many, but there again, that's, that all goes down to people ha- uh, making it a hassle of going buy scarves. You know what I mean? I mean? It's not really that. It's 
Oh, they'd be doing some people. Odds. Some people just don't think it's needed, and it's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I you don't need a scarf to create atmosphere. You didn't, but it's, it's more. It's more down to voice. It obviously down to voice, but one, it looks so good Aye. for us because, like, literally, there's no all the, all of these better flags. Though I really like them. Oh, you know, the Rafa's flags. Obviously, the still the legends ones. Mm-hmm. But then that safer flag. Yeah, I've it was not amazing. honestly. It was amazing to be part of it. Obviously, unfortunately, he didn't. I was in the in the middle of that. It came past me twice. I mean, it's it's your part of it, but the, the where my the other end of where you I get am, to see it, get to see it, which is just as good. I reckon, in my opinion, it's just as good to watch. I mean, the, the only problem about the the actual flags where I am is I say the oh. the row in front of me, the row behind, and the row I'm in is quite a dull area. Mm. To the right of us, there's a fantastic atmosphere. To the left of us, there's Decent atmosphere behind us is a good atmosphere. Mm. But around me, it's like if I stand up, there's somebody complaining behind us. If I if I sing, I'm the only one within the like within the few seats. Mm. Fortunately, to the right, there's loads of people singing. I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, who cares about the mourners? They actually they should be there. If my opinion should state, yeah, I mean, it was on the tell. You should have probably. Uh, save yourself a journey you have exactly. to get to St Jay's Park obviously it's a, it's, a, it's a chore to get there for years isn't it I'd probably offended people but, I don't care but going into the game that obviously gave Newcastle uh, players a bit of an edge and so did the fans you know the the, the, the Tainai they Aye. always just sing tune tune and everyone respond that it's been a while since I've heard that that was fantastic as well <laughs> fair play amazing. He, might, he, might have, he might have the fucking same old shitty records on but did a good job there that's why we're doing this now because I had no voice after it I'm just getting my voice back. Well, he had the soundtrack as well, didn't he? Before the match. Aye, well, he had another, another good lad, obviously. And Gallagher Flags, obviously, the two faith, uh, faith podcasts as well. They've, they've all come together as a collective. And they obviously want everyone's back in it. And I think... I didn't stop I singing all game. Uh, at either. the start of the game, we hyped that, uh, the players up. We hyped ourselves up mm. with the flags, with everything. And it really did set up the tone of the game. And the first half didn't really, you know, that the first half atmosphere was good, about 15, 20 minutes in. But once we realised it got a bit moany, got a bit quiet. Soon as second half, that was just electric. Mm-hmm. Still not the best, you know, compared to previous, like you say, Angie and going back many years. But it is, start, it is starting. Everyone's hype for Europe. It's just a championship. <laughs> exactly. You know I mean? But it is starting to get back, and I think it'll be yeah. fantastic next season. I think it was better than Derby, in my opinion. Just a bit better because it's obviously we've upgraded the flags, and obviously. The I think the fact it was against Villa as well. Obviously. But obviously. I think the fact that we won, I'd say, and Darlow, I seen that YouTube video from Newcastle. Darlow mm. said that it, that it was the fans, you know, backing them, mm. singing them on. It helps out so much, and I think the fans were a massive part of the reason we won because yeah. any you know we've got we have got a team full of bottlers really we've got a lot of bottlers still at the club yeah but when they hear them fans singing constantly the amount of chance and i was i was singing all of them including that absolutely amazing absolute chance fair play that is <laughs> you know it is right again it's just obviously it's the one that's coming from celtic but who fucking cares I was got nicked by Wigan and it was taking me and streaming. We were, but we but were the, the best thing about that is how shit Wigan are this season. Like, we're playing them uh, first of April. April, April I, I, I'm, I'm at that game by myself. Well, it's 1st of April? Yeah. What's so. So I can play this joke. On the 1st of April. Yeah. Will Griggs the best striker in the world? April Fools! <laughs> no, that'll, that'll be the title of the fucking podcast. That could that'll be fucking He's, hilarious. I, I never liked him. You may even be he benched. Was, he was good. He was good. He was good in a shit league, and he oh, still watched yeah. and. But obviously, moving on, the fans. I hated last year. It was just the fans were the main reason we did amazing that game, mm-hmm. and the chance were amazing. And the main thing 
obviously it's, it's hyping the players on, but the, the absolute main thing with the banners, with the flags, with the voice that I really love is how much we're supporting Rafa and how much he really appreciates yeah. it. He's going to be, you know, if he doesn't get the backing from Ashley, it will be very hard for him either way to walk away from us. I mean, talking about that, uh, there was like that the rumours that come through that he's going to Arsenal, but in my opinion, to, why? Is he fucked? Why take... I'll tell you who'll go to Arsenal. Um, fucking nobody. No, I'll tell you, Eddie Howe. Oh, he'd be fucked doing fucking two things, that bastard. He's Wait, a good manager. He's all right, but like Arsenal fans, just the door. Like for most, this is a good opportunity to talk about that. Well, Neville. <laughs> I but like aren't we disc- we got in the media. I don't know if it's now. We used to be all the time when we wanted to pad you out. We were described as being so deluded. But let's be fair. They they've been in the Champions League for sixteen years in a row. I right? don't understand. And the that's not enough for them. They're not good enough for the league, though. I do understand a lot of the frustration. I don't think it's that much down to Wenger. Mm-mm. But at He's the same them time, for, uh, for fucking sixteen years, it is it is a bit of a thing where if you're us, mm-hmm. you'd be happy with Champions League every season. Well, you but when you're looking at them, when they finish fourth every season without fail, yeah, and they crazy. never ever, they always bottle a title opportunity. You would be pissed off a bit with the amount of money they have in the club as well. Mm-hmm. They still kind of get together a good team. But when guys keep them in the top four, exactly. So, so if, they, if he leaves, they're, in, they're definitely going to be like Man United. Man United only fixing themselves now. I'm not sure. I've got a feeling if uh, if Wenger he leaves, was. whoever comes in will get make bigger signings. I but like the one Simeone. I didn't really care. I didn't really care. But like there again, it's it's. We are des- described as being deluded fans, aren't we? But like, look, if you look at them, they're just, just by my piss, really, really do. But that in the Villa game, that verdict was just a really, really good win. A 2 0 win, very professional, very got the job done, and we didn't avoid well, any embarrassment. What about star performance, they say? So I'd say Mitrovic, com- Mitrovic. Uh, coming in. That got a lot of favourites, actually, that tweet on the oh, I did. Twitter. Like bangs. Because <laughs> yeah. of how, how much. People get on Amitrovic's back, yeah. but that's a that's a performance where he had he didn't have any opportunities really. He had a couple of headers which weren't like semi opportunities. Yeah. So he hasn't missed a sitter, which he seems to do every game. Well, people think that's it as every game. So he I didn't know. miss one of them. So there was no one to really give him wrong, and he was one of what he single handedly changed the game. He was needed in that game. Yeah. And he had a fantastic uh, thing up front. Mm-hmm. But who do you put next to him? What do you do with him? I don't know. I think he works well better with the army. He Perez works better with the army, but people seem. I've seen people say that they want Perez up front and uh, Mitrovic behind him. That won't work because Mitrovic. Ha- well, but Pe- Perez hasn't got pace. I mean, if you put Mitrovic in a defensive position where you've got to run back and track back, and you're worried about him getting red cards, when that's you shouldn't be putting him in on my ten position. I'll tell you that right now. I don't even know what to do with Mitrovic, but. Either way, I really hope he scores in the next game. I but just, again, oh, pisses people off because of the way the fuck he went. How much hate he gets when he scores? Again, hats off. Fucking hilarious. Hats off to one of the main men yeah. who gets a lot of stick from me, who I'm going to now say that I'm starting to like a little bit. I'm probably going to get um, laughed at. Paul Dummett. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Paul Dummett's just... I don't think he's probably had a bad game in fucking ages. Paul Dummett has been... I hate him less than cutting Colback. I've never I mean. hated Dummett. I've I just don't always been either. like... Fuck's sake, I mean, it. when he scored against Liverpool, were you there? The 2 2? Uh, when he scored against Liverpool, that was probably the best moment of his life, and he said. No, nah, best moment of his life was Man U 3 3. Oh, man. I probably. When he, <laughs> he goes, boom! I was in the fucking concourse for that, I went mental. Um, but, but yeah. He's had so many people in his pocket, and he, he just has. seems. He's more of a centre. He's always been more of a centre back than a left back because he, he can't attack. Uh, but he's he's just. He's had a good 
Good. Like, do you, I don't know if you noticed, he was uh, bailing out Colback a few times. Because Greg Colback le- le- lost the ball in, in a dangerous position. Paul Dummett obviously I'll tell you back. what, I'll tell you what I really... Off, do you know when we went through that stage of mugging Villa off? Yeah. Dummett megged one of their defenders and made a massive run. Dummett was so close to score on two separate occasions. He was. <laughs> I mean, Dummett, Dummett on the attack being a big threat. That, yeah. you know. I mean, he might even get... Uh, I hope... He'd be up there with the um, most consistent performers, but I don't think he would ever come close to winning. And then, of course, yeah. of course, no, there's what centre have actually played fantastic. Yedlin, bit of a poor first half, great in the second half. The army, I love you. The army, not the best center second uh, first half, decent second half. Main reason I think he played bad in the first half, he was trying to do it all himself. Yeah. But do you know why that was? He was getting the ball and he was getting surrounded by three people, mm-hmm. and who was around him? Absolutely nobody. Who's yeah. he going to pass to? Exactly. I mean, he looks fucking knackered at the time, though. He's putting in an effort. He's putting in a shift. That's more than he did at the start of the season. That's why I'm really happy. Um, Richie, don't know why he got man of the match. I think he I played well, but I don't understand how he got man of the match. Gufran, we've already said, played decent. Mm-hmm. Um, Atsu off the bench, made a couple of decent runs. Uh, did have a yeah. good impact in the game, but it was a bit too late. We'd already finished it all. I hope we sign him, but like people think he's not going to sign. We don't know what Rafa wants. You know, Rafa probably wants to keep him next year. Rafa's very mysterious. Exactly. I mean, I've seen loads of... I mean, posts. just because he doesn't play many games doesn't mean he doesn't want to fucking keep him. I'm, I've seen loads of posts that Rafa's he's already get, drawing up his list. He's really looking at next season. He's got you know he's getting the budget in. Ashley's going to fund him, and he's going to do the best he can to get a very good squad. Yeah. You know, I've seen that some clubs are interested in Lacazette. Could the two and two being together? Be it is a risky one. Lacazette is absolutely amazing in a league on which is a shit league. He's been top goal scorer you know a few times. He scores a lot of penalties, which if we get them, he'll score, which is fair enough. But what what, what is it though with transfers? What do you want what to do? Premier League proven players, even you know the Gray, mm-hmm. who could have one good season, will would... go up to like fifty mil. Any English player or every any Premier League proven player are too much. We could get like I said for twenty mil. Good, it's yeah. a risk mm. but do you wonder why we always go in the foreign markets because it's too expensive in the Premier League I yeah. mean so we, we was, we, we've discussed this a lot my first signing will be Sigurdsson without a shadow of a doubt he's yeah. an absolute baller mm. he would be the number 10 he would score a lot of goals from there he would assist a lot he is one of the most underrated players, uh, players in the league and he's up there with De Bruyne Silva all of them but he's a fantastic player but who who do we get then? Do we look, you know, Gamero, Lacazette? Do you think we'll draw in them type of players with Rafa next season? He, well, he'll track them, but like the problem is, I some of these someone players will have Champions with, League. I've seen we someone won't. linking more with Mertens, you know. Fucking Mertens. That's a bit deluded. You know where Mertens is going? Mertens is going fucking to Tottenham. That's where he'll go. Do you know, if, I hope he doesn't ruin his career because Mertens, Mertens is the net, like, he is doing better than Diabola and do you know how good Diabola is? He's been like Diabala. Diabala Did Diabala, Diabala score last night? Yeah. Or no, he didn't. It was. Uh, oh, well, you got, got a team Daniel the week on the... FIFA last night, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was the only one that was fucking good for the week. Diabala, Mertens. Diabala, Mertens, and Insigne are three of the best players in that league. Insigne. We were linked with him in January. But, uh, that was a piss. What the fuck's No, that? it was <laughs> summer. It was the summer. No, it was it? It was the summer. Aye. Uh, it was an absolute. That was a MIG tech, though. That was. You know what the funny thing is? Some fucking Toon fans actually bought that. Of course you know they did. Of course they did. They so- take everything so- as gospel. So- so- soccer sauce fucking tweeted, man. Mm. Right, so. Can't do them if you want fucking something to meet a target, but I could fucking hours with them. Come. So, moving on. Yep. 
Who got next? Who? No, but who? Who else do you think played well? That is that is that Darlow. Darlow, good da- save. Good uh, save. Johnson. Ha- always has the atmosphere behind him. He mm. got he really bounced back from that. He didn't have a bad game, but that mistake. Yeah, there was people calling for him to be dropped, but there again, I've got to say something, right? I don't like cells, but what happens if cells made the mistakes? He, yeah, but it's the fact that cells makes them more often. Cells made that mistake against Hull. He's yeah. made a lot of mistakes, so when it happens, you're like, he fucking does this all the time. Darlow's made one mistake, one mistake all season. Yeah, but that's probably. A, well, the dogs gone back to the Well, uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously, what else is that to discuss before we move on to the next game? Uh, three points, top of the league. Three points went back to the top of the league. Um, that was brilliant, but there was a couple of games that obviously went against where the next day. Huddersfield are closing in, mind. People are worried about Huddersfield, but I don't. We've got them. We've got them up. next Saturday um, on the telly for half five kickoff. If um, we beat, if we beat them, then they're pretty much out of it, though, aren't they? We've got. Obviously, you've got Bristol City on Saturday. Next week is the most. That'll be a big podcast. That's the most important week yet. I think Brighton. Well, I think we'll have probably on what the podcast talking about all three. Brighton, Huddersfield, and Redden. I think I'm Brighton and uh, what, what gave me more confident about out the three? I'm more confident about Brighton. Are you? The reason I'm for Redden that is for because me. we've no, we're not, not really asked. Awesome. Redden, I think they're already fucked anyway. Redden? I think it's between us and Brighton and Huddersfield closing in. But I think mean, um, Huddersfield just literally. I said that's my dad. You know, the, Jurgen Klopp is obviously he he coached. He was Dave Wagner's. I think he was assistant at Dortmund or something, right? If you've seen Huddersfield and Liverpool play, they're both the same. Literally, Huddersfield are a good run team. Run after everything, and literally how Newcastle plays, keep the ball. We that's that's why I'm more out. confident about playing Brighton. Exactly. Brighton don't seem to do as well against teams like us. Mm. They're a very lucky team. They have got fortune in the past. Yeah. But against us, we beat them 2 0, but outclassed them last um last game. It's different atmosphere, a different game, different time, different yeah. position. Different everything, isn't well, it? Well the only uh, thing is we're without Gale. But we've already discussed. I think we'll be alright without Gale. I think Mitrovic hopefully will start banging in the goals. Gale should think... be back um probably the end of the month. I'm not. I'm not too fussed. I think Mitrovic will step in nicely, mm-hmm. and obviously other people will help out. But Brighton, obviously, looking ahead, make a break. They'll. I think they might run away with the title if they beat us. I really would do as well. But, I think but if we beat them, we're four points clear of them. Right. Like, depending on what happens Saturday. Like. Yeah, I think uh, I would prefer like. There again, I wouldn't mind Brighton coming up with it. There again, if they, I would really like Brighton. If they bottle it again, I'll laugh. I do really like Brighton as a team, and I really like the manager because you know, Chrissy Hutton. Chrissy Hutton, but that's not an excuse for if we lose the title just because he's manager. I really, there's no. I do, you know, give them ban. I do say I fuck off Brighton, you cunts, lucky bastards. They are lucky. How many fucking I do not want them to finish ahead of us. I know, but I would really like them to finish second out of everyone. Yeah, but. That's probably it. That's probably we've talked about forty-two minutes about them. <laughs> it was a game well, that needed to be discussed. Well, we might as well just add a couple of laughs back in. Feel like you're fucking shite, and you probably can do. Haha, <laughs> no answer for your shite. Now. The, the verdict is: is a probably they're not good enough. You're not good enough. Yeah, they're not good enough for the league. They're not good enough to challenge us. They finally know what it's like to play against a good, you know, to see a good team with the fans, where the very yeah. few fans they are. Mm-hmm. But thankfully. That's it for Villa. We usually draw against them. I don't know why, but we usually draw against them. But now we're getting to move on to Bristol, who have lost their best player. They've lost Tommy Abraham for about three weeks, and he was probably one point the closest challenger to Dwight Gale. 
He's a fantastic young striker. He's a really good, he's a good, good striker. Um, another product of a Chelsea academy who just will never, ever play for Chelsea's first team. Will never, ever do that. You probably will sign for Bristol City next year. None what Chelsea like. But that's a big one. Yeah. I mean, I tweeted I mean, saying... They are 21st fans. in the league. So they are Aye. just above the relegation I tweeted, zone. Te- like basically, technically, I don't think it'll be an easy game. But I said, thanks for handing us the win easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I replied to him when he said he got injured. Yeah. And so somebody... shit? No, oh, somebody from uh, Bristol oh, replied done. to me saying, "Do you think it'll be a rugby uh, rugby score?" Oh, wait, okay, they must now. So now, so now Bristol think we're going to absolutely demolish them. But what are Bristol good for? <laughs> but I don't want again. I've said this a few times. Yeah. Do not underestimate teams like Bristol. Yeah. We seem to bottle teams like Bristol. We, you know, QPR mm. teams like that. We often do get beat off teams we massively expect. You look at that game, obviously, away from home, much harder. They had a much better position and side at the time. But we only narrowly beat Bristol when we played them early on the season. Yeah. I was, um, Bristol, I thought, right, they would be a good challenging. Challenging for, like, from playoffs. They were, at one point, they were in the top six, but then they've just dropped down to 21st. They could still, that now. They're in a poor position. They're in a poor position. They're not in the best form. They've lost their best striker. Perfect opportunity. But, I do think we will beat them, but I don't think it's as easy as some fans will think. It's... It's for Bristol, like it's a city, Bristol. It's a huge city in England, and you're probably thinking, how on earth have they not had a team in the Premier League? Guys, I haven't a clue. The um, only thing I know about good about Bristol is fucking how they produced the, probably the best TV program ever. Skins, that's the answer <laughs> I have with Bristol. <laughs> Where are you? I've passed Bristol the train. They've got a good little stadium. It's a good little city, but let's be fair. That's probably the only thing good about them, isn't that football team. I think the, that now. obviously being down at the bottom, near the bottom. Yeah. You'd say they are poor defensively, but against teams like us, I, I do think they do set up nicely defensively. They lost 2-0 last night to Fulham, um, in a game in hand. On but but them, against against us, they defended very well and they that's did it. they did really pressurise well. Mm-hmm. But I do think we have enough, and I think people like Mitrovic will be key for this game. We didn't we didn't have Mitrovic up front last time. I think it was Gale because he Gale did score. Scored. He scored. He's there. What was that? He's, no, it was his third goal. No, actually, scored again today, Huddersfield, then two against Red. That was his fourth goal. So I think it'll be a different game this time, and I really do think we will win this game. I think it'll be one of them games where they will defend very well, and just like Evil and the first half, they will pressure her a lot. But I think it'll be one of them games where, well, once we get a bit of that confidence, a bit of the, you know, a bit of the motivation into it, once we get that first goal, maybe the second, I think that'll be a bit of an easy game then. I think yeah. it all depends on when we actually do get the first goal, and I don't think it will be a battering, but I think 2 3 0 at most, really. Yeah. So, so um, obviously Brighton. Hopefully they'll lose this weekend. And I'll like, Who are they playing? I'm not quite sure. You'll have to check. I've, all right, I've turned my phone off because when we did try to do this, the whole Twitter and literally everything else, the group chats went off. But in the meantime, when we're discussing it, they've got all right players. I suppose they, they wait. Actually, that, that only Tammy Aram, the only one I, I, I can recall who's good for Bristol City. <laughs> Like they're not like Barnes do you've got really, really couple of good talented players like Adam Armstrong, they had Sam Winnell and they had Hurricane. Who for Hurricane played for Villa, he could have gotten set themselves sent off on one day. But there again. Obviously you've got the table uh, tabled up, haven't you? I'm trying to get it up. Yeah, here we are. Brighton's against Wren. That Ooh, that's Friday really... night. That's tomorrow, isn't it? I forgot about that. I forgot. Jesus Christ. That. That's Saturday. Saturday night. Saturday Sat- night. So What's the fixtures for this week then? We may as well discuss that then. So, um, obviously we play at 3 o'clock. Yeah. By that time we could be four points clear. Yeah. And Rafael will be the king in the north. Aye. 
Hopefully. Moving on. Um, well, earlier that day, Leeds Chef Wed. What a game. Wow. Is that that's early kickoff? 12.30. Moving on, Villa Derby. Two, two of the sides we really like to give stick. McLaren versus the fucking Mugs. I think Villa might win that. That's it from that. Right? Obviously, now that's in my head. No, it'll be a 1-1 one, one draw. Now that's Villa in my head before games. we move on to the other fixtures. Them, um, the way we sang about Stevie Bruce was fucking hilarious. It was. Um, Them are just shit. Was it? Was they singing Brummy Bastard or Mac and Bastard? Because I was, I know, I thought I was singing Mac and. Well, the chat, the only chant that I uh, got involved with was cheer up Stevie Bruce or what can it be to a sad Mac and Bastard and a shit football team. That's what I thought. I was thinking that, but people were saying Brummy instead of Mac and Bastard. That's shit, Mac and. Even though he supports the tune, doesn't he? But yeah. obviously, you know, he's got a lot of ties. Yeah, I think the way how shit he's been on, he's obviously a Birmingham. A Birmingham agent, isn't he? Um, yeah. But obviously, some of the fixtures. Um, right. That's just, uh, yeah, okay, then this phones are going off out of the shop. Just chuck them through the window. Right. As our so, former court used to be. Barnsley, Huddersfield. Yep. Please, Adam, please. How are you? Come on, Armstrong. Oh, Do a favour, lad. Yeah. Brentford, Rotherham. No one really gives a fuck. <laughs> Cardiff, Fulham. About Cardiff, you see how, how good they've been playing? They were Aye. bottom three. Now, where they are now, 11th. Not, not bad, not bad. 5 0 on Preston, QPR. Preston win that like Wigan Forest. Mm. No recap. And then what game does a game on Sunday? Norwich Switch. <sighs> big game. That. That's the derby. That's the uh, that's uh, um, so, Daniel derby, isn't it? So that is a big chance. That's a big chance for Brighton to get beat. Yeah. And Rafa, you know, of course, as I say, could be the king of the north at the time. Yeah. Um, but moving on, how do you like what to set up against Bristol? Obviously, it's at home, and they're not the biggest side. How do you like what to set up? Um, I think well, well, we're expecting Bristol City to defend really well, to defend deep. Obviously, they've probably got. I, I'm not quite sure at this point in time, but they've probably got a lot of pace on the attack. I would like what to play very aggressively. Yeah, but later again, we'll go one 0 up early on. Um, obviously, Rafa doesn't like to go balls deep into a couple more goals because I think he likes to get the win confirmed then over like risk of conceding goals as well because he knows for a fact if players are far too high up they could have really could expose on the counter-attack because right. when defenders are high up they can be caught but most more likely than not they are pretty solid but like i can just uh play usually i think fail. it's massively down to the fact that we, we can't underestimate them that's the main thing we need to drill into the heads of the players yeah they might be down at the bottom but teams like that do beat you very often and that's blackburn again them <laughs> yeah, Blackburn twice that, again. It's one of them fine. games and one of them teams that'll make or break the title race. And if we beat them, even if like if it's just a classic one niller, it'll just prove why we deserve to win the title. These next two weeks are the most crucial in our season. I think by the end of this two weeks, if we come out with this in this, because we're what was seven eight games unbeaten. I think it's seven. Seven nine. So I we're, think seven or eight we're doing pretty. Obviously, we've had a couple of draws down the line, but mm-hmm. we're doing pretty well, and hopefully, we do keep this going for like ten eleven games, or maybe more. Yeah. But after this, you know, if we beat. If we beat Brighton and Huddersfield and Redden, even if we just get a draw at Redden, that'll be fantastic, that man. But against Bright, um, Brighton, against Bristol, obviously, there's not really much more to talk about other than predicted lineups and shit like that. Yeah. So for me, my predicted lineup will be um, Darlow and Nets. I think Yedlin will play right back. I think Clark and the Cells, uh, Dummett left back. Callback and Shelby in the middle. I think Goofy on the left, Richie on the right. I personally think Iose Perez will play in the centre attack mid role, which he's not really good at. But I think he'll bring him back into it because he likes to rotate the army and Perez. And I think Mitrovich will be up front. I would personally like to see it be a bit changed. I've said on Twitter, I would like to see Darlow and Nets. Um, same back four as I've already said. I would like to see Shelby and Diarmi in centre mid. 
I'd like to see Atsu on the left, Richie on the right, Perez in the 10 roll, and yeah. Mitrovich up front. Yeah, pretty much the same with me. Um, I think Atsu has to play, but I think he will play I anyways. I don't think he will. No, I think... I think there again. It depends what you like. I think it's good. Does he want to get a goof around the rest, or does he think Atsu... Because what he loves to do is... They've played right. You you play one game. You you know, in fact, you're playing on Saturday, or you're playing on Sunday, Friday, or whatever. I just think that'll probably be the same. I think Atu may be on if he's on the bench. You come on longer. You'd be on like say after hour mark or something like that. But if we're winning the game by three or four goals, which probably won't happen, because there again we haven't done that in ages, then he might see what happens. Because like we've just said, he wants to, he wants the win the win confirmed before he does anything else. That's why he's a fantastic manager. Exactly. He's not going to just think, right, let's get this win. He thinks about the first game coming up. Mm-hmm. We need to win this, blah, 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 you know. And then he starts looking ahead to the next game. He, you know, he takes everything steps at a time. He'll get the players drilled in. Obviously, the players still do do their own thing in the match. Sometimes with Rafa even screaming on them, saying, get the fuck, get your fucking selves sorted out. Mm-hmm. Some games where players still think, Shit, these these guys are shit, man. Let's just fucking mug them off, like like they did against Villa. It was all right against Villa when we were just taking their piss with our passing because the game was pretty much sealed. Then they were absolutely dog shit. They had yeah, one they shot. Were they weren't doing anything. They were gone. Mm-hmm. But lastly, moving on, you know, the last thing to say going into the Bristol match, we need the atmosphere to be just as good. Yeah, I think we just. I think the flag may be out again. It's just like with, if keep on saying Twitter they need more volunteers just how many volunteers there is and obviously to deal with it which hopefully it should be there again like it like goes 10 millions millions of times if you get one end that's got like literally every single person in that end is committed to supporting the club singing the club singing the fans singing everything just being involved and having like a good atmosphere but what I, what I found is work. what I found is obviously the Gallagher Corner is always where all the singing starts but I've seen not even not everyone stands up it's only the top here that stands up ah, and the rest of us are doing it all starts off in the Gallagher end really mm. it's just them and singing. at the minute it's well it seems to be moving around the stadium a lot more it always starts off with them but it has been moving the sta- around the stadium a lot more not as well but hopefully it'll keep improving hopefully we'll get more because we, we do we do really want <laughs> after the match Rafa was absolutely buzzing giving him a wave everything Rafa yeah. he even made a nice little touch against uh, Villa did you see that oh, the <laughs> battle came up top and he just touched it doing that was yeah, class man. but not really much more to talk about is there nah I mean like well, like literally it was all probably going to be all about Villa and even if we did it on Tuesday which obviously I couldn't because my voice was just literally unexistent probably the whole podcast would have been about Villa wouldn't it Aye, and um, well, we're gonna do a Villa preview, uh, preview, but we're pretty much forgotten now. Plus, it would have been a bit stupid doing like a fifty-minute video just talking about what to expect from Villa, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, we'd better review in Villa and how shit they are. If this is our third one, and obviously this is probably going to be just a weekly one, anyways, but like every Wednesday. It'll Wednesday, keep improving. It'll keep improving. We'll keep doing more. Maybe getting some guests on doing shit. Like getting guests on, obviously, what I wanted to say, like obviously the people like said last week in the comment section, there was a guy who said obviously get some cameras on, obviously improve. That's it what we're trying to do that's what we're trying to do I'm in the process of getting some equipment in all I need is just a camera I can't do it on my laptop because I don't want to break that Uh, how many are fuck away and I I seen a comment which I laughed at saying uh, the Calvin NFC something something about him and the other guy's pretty good so cheers thanks for that I know (laughs) it's Joe Shaw if you're watching mate I know you can't comment on me on the video because I've blocked you Uh, I've blocked you on your own as well I don't know how that hurt you, but mate, you're, you're, you're commenting five or six times on a video, you're, you're pushing my video, you don't realise that you're promoting, but so far, as far as I'm concerned, just carry on. You know what I mean? Just carry on. 
Right, so that wraps up the podcast. This has been the third instalment of the Talk of the Tune podcast. Yeah. Uh, of course, it will be going on to SoundCloud as soon as possible. It'll it'll be, be up tonight because it's um, only uh, 20 past five. I hopefully it'll be uploaded tonight and yeah. maybe even on YouTube tonight, not sure. Mm. Uh, and it will get uploaded eventually to iTunes at some point as that well. That straight up now. Since I've, uh, if that, as soon as it goes up to SoundCloud, it's on iTunes straight away. Pretty much. Um, so, of course, do, tweet it out. do subscribe with us. This is mainly going up on YouTube as well. And, of course, as I say, in the future, mm. we will be getting cameras on just to get... Bit more of a visual, yeah, we've so got it's a better where video. We are. It's literally we've it's, got a little yeah, sofa here. It's later. perfect. And don't get any ideas, you little fifteen-year-old horny guys. If you're watching, we've got a we've got a couch here, a sofa, whatever, and literally you just get the camera on. Literally, it'll be perfect. It's literally like it's perfect for guests. You know, right. So um, it's been Lewis Robson. Yeah. And Calvin and Yassi. I hope you're doing well. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And well, the lads. And hopefully, we'll be Bristol. Yeah. See you later.